The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. After the crowd had eaten enough, Jesus made the disciples get into a boat and go ahead to the other side, while he dismissed the crowds. And after he had dismissed the crowds, he went up the mountain by himself to pray. When evening came, he was there alone, but by this time the boat battered by the waves was far from the land, for the wind was against them. And early in the morning Jesus came walking toward them on the sea. But when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out in fear. But immediately Jesus spoke to them and said, Take heart, it is I, do not be afraid. Peter answered him, Lord, if it is you, command me to come to you on the water. Jesus said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat and started walking on the water and came toward Jesus. But when he noticed the strong wind, he became frightened. And beginning to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Jesus immediately reached out his hand and caught him, saying to him, You of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased, and those in the boat worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. When they had crossed over, they came to land at Gennesaret. After the people of that place recognized him, they sent word throughout the region and brought all who were sick to him and begged him that they might touch even the fringe of his cloak, and all who touched it were healed. The Gospel of the Lord. This incident in Matthew chapter 14 is immediately after the feeding of the 5,000, that great miracle of the multiplication. That's why Jesus has gone up the mountain to pray. He wants to give thanks to his Father for this great miracle. We see Jesus often praying, and especially before important events like choosing his disciples, or just entering into his passion, or just to be in communion with his Father because he has a human nature, he has a human intellect and will, and he needs that communion. Now, on the other hand, the disciples have been sent across the sea, and they're struggling against the wind, and Jesus is not with them. Here, the church fathers and others have seen a deeper symbolic meaning. Usually, when a boat is mentioned, usually that represents the church. The disciples are in the boat, they are caught in the storm, and Jesus is not with them. Earlier, in chapter 8, Jesus was in the boat, and as soon as the storm came up, he was asleep. When they woke him, immediately he calmed the storm. But this time, he's not in the boat. And perhaps there's a lesson there for the disciples and us, and that is always to have Jesus in our heart. Always be reconciled with God. When we think we've sinned, come to confession, always be aware that we desperately need Jesus, not somewhere out there, but deep in our heart, so that when we call out to him, when we are facing our own storms, whatever they might be, Jesus is there telling us what he told the disciples. Do not be afraid. 
I am. And notice Jesus is walking on the water. Waters, or the sea in the Old Testament, represented the primordial forces of nature, the chaos and turbulence of the world. But just as the Spirit hovered over the primordial waters of the deep in Genesis chapter 1, so now Jesus is exercising authority over the sea by walking on it. And when he gets into the boat, everything is back to normal. So much so that Peter has the courage to now, at the bidding of Jesus, get out of the boat and himself walk on the water. Notice Jesus is beckoning Peter because Peter needs to learn this immense lesson. He gets out, he starts to walk because he's looking at Jesus. As soon as he turns his gaze toward the storm, he begins to sink. But he has the presence of mind to call out and call the name of the Lord. As soon as he does, Jesus reaches out his hand and Peter is saved. Now this takes place in Matthew chapter 14. This was a prelude to what Jesus was going to do in Matthew chapter 16. Because he asked his disciples, who do you say that I am? Who do people say that I am? It's Peter who is the one who says, you are the Messiah, the Son of God. Because Peter experienced that power in his own life, he knew Jesus to be the Messiah because Jesus reached out his hand and saved Peter from drowning. That's what we're called to as well, to have that deep trust in God so that when we go through our storms, all we need to do is call on the name of the Lord, and we're saved. So let us rejoice. Let us ask the Lord to deepen our faith in him and always be sure that Jesus is present in our lives and that we give our trust and absolute confidence in him. Let us pray.